And good afternoon, folks. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Look at this on this sunny but cold Friday. Folks, we have made it through another week. It is Friday. I want to welcome in uh, many, many of you, most of you actually, are listening on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. But then what we also do, and it's different than anybody else, at least in this region, is we also do a live simulcast. We call it the Noon Report because we do it at 12 noon. And all you have to do is log on at Facebook Live and find my page, or Facebook, I should say. You just find the Facebook page. It's John DePietro Show, which, by the way, continue. Thank you to everybody. It just continues to get more and more popular. And in this way, there's many people that, they like to hear the news, but then they also like to, if they can, uh, interact with some various different people who are involved in the news. And so they they like to kind of absorb the news, but then they also like to interact with various other people that, that are involved in it or or are, you know, have their own opinions on it. So it's it's much more interactive. And people seem to like it. You should try it out uh, instead of, you know, again, people, um, it's it's fine how people uh, listen and absorb the info. And those that are watching on Facebook Live, please share that you are watching. You can uh, see that is the Rhode Island State House that is behind me. And we uh, the, the news just continues to be focused on there, folks, without... Without question, that is, um, thank you, by the way, all this, Kathy, and everybody uh, filing in. Thank you for the stars, folks. Send stars to show support for this live stream is exactly right. Thank you, uh, one and all. There's Robert Thornton. Once in a while, you're here. There's Eric Cavino. Good afternoon, one and all. Folks, again, this is uh, this is Jeff McGrath. This, yes, that TGIF, but not exactly uh, for the uh, McKee administration, as this continues to be. In, in, in my eyes, this is, um, it's actually pretty comical. It's pretty comical, folks, the way you have to look at this. This is yet another self-inflicted wound for Governor McKee. His, he hasn't even been sworn in yet. Uh, he won the election. He disappeared for a couple weeks, which is fine. And he, um, and then as a result of that, you know, I, I don't I don't know who he's going to blame at this point, because Governor McKee definitely um, the governor has this tendency to to blame others and, and throw, you know, and I'm getting that from it started with when he cut his former chief of staff, the former chief of police in Cumberland, Tony Silva, cut him loose, which. You know, and the governor had recommended we're going to do a probe and blah, blah, blah. And then we're going to find out um, exactly what went on with that Cumberland, you know, the whole wetlands deal. So we cut Silva loose. And then actually people have been either leaving of their own accord or, you know, they get the sense that they're not. I recognize, you know, Governor McKee doesn't want a big, messy fallout for various individuals, but he, he's definitely been going through people. Um, whether it's Dr. Scott, Tom McCarthy with the Rhode Island Department of Health. And again, you could argue, well, good riddance, blah, blah, blah. I, I'm just mentioning there's definitely been some turnover. I don't think he's really replaced Tony Silva. Uh, he did bring in Eva Mancuso, but then she got thrown under the bus the whole that night, primary night, the fiasco with Helena folks, you know, Eva hang up on them, which is now, every time I see her, I think of that. And I saw her um, yesterday, actually. I saw Eva Mancuso, Eva Marie, at the Rhode Island State House. She was hurrying along. Now, I didn't know, but at the time, I believe she had just found out that this whole situation with the homeless was going to court. And more than likely that they were, you know, going to they, they got a, the judge put a restraining order on evicting the homeless people out of the state house. But now now it's a mess. Now it's a big news story. Now there there's such a focus 
on the encampment at the Rhode Island State House. And then the other day in the rain, his <clears throat> Senate staffers out. We had the situation where they went in and they crashed the tree lighting ceremony. Of uh, that was the first time we had seen Governor McKee because he had you know gone away on vacation during Thanksgiving. So then he comes back and and he definitely didn't like that. So then then Channel Ten and Crandall Brian Crandall come out with the story that there's you know there's needles everywhere there's uh, human there's trash. There's also feces. I mean, that it's a pig size. So then the governor's like, all right, that's it. I've had it. I want them out of here. <clears throat> so, and then yesterday, and I'll play the sound, he was actually defiant. And I, I defended Governor McKee yesterday, at least on arguing and trying to make a point of, like, where are they getting these numbers from? Some people are saying there's 500 people that are homeless and there's 80 uh, encampments. He says, uh, where are you getting this 500 number? I, I'll, I want to mention, I mentioned in the first hour, and again, good afternoon, everybody. It's 12 minutes past 12 on the sunny but cold Friday. Now, I was up there yesterday. As I think of it now, I went into the state house uh, to use the facilities inside. Juan is old-fashioned like that. Now, I, I didn't, it was just a quick, I, I, I didn't, you know, it wasn't a bowel movement. Let me just say that. It, it was, but I'm just saying, I... I'm not referring to, by the way, there is a stench of urine, or there was. Now, I was up there yesterday. There's no odor. Now, granted, maybe because it's cold, although the rain washed a lot of stuff out. Plus, I, I had heard that was over-exaggerated a little bit. But anyhow, um, and then as I said, I, I saw it. And then around there, it's, it's, it's difficult to tell which, which tents are real and being used and which ones could just be for show. Right. Could just be. How about you go over to someone's home and you say, hey, that looks like a nice banana. And then you pick it up and it's plastic. Oh, oh, I get it. It's just plastic fruit that we have out. So is it possible that there's four tents and there's really just someone in one of the tents, but the other ones are just weighted down and kind of almost for decorations to give the appearance that there's a lot of homeless people? It's possible. Now, yesterday, if you saw the live stream, if you missed it. Um, we did post it. There was even a funny moment where, uh, as I was chatting with one of the homeless outreach people, she was actually on hold with Captain Fathead, with Pork Boy. <clears throat> and so then she was talking to me, then she was trying to talk to them, and then talking to me and talking to them. So I said, oh, are you on the phone with, with, the, with the idiot down the dial? Tell him Coach Thomas is here. So she said, Coach Thomas is here. And she looked at me like, who's Coach Thomas? I said, tell him Coach Thomas is here. And he wants to give him a naked fat test in one of the tents. And then I think they hung up on her. But anyhow, it was very amusing. I, I have to lift that video over the course of the weekend. It's worth seeing. We'll throw that one on TikTok. But anyhow, um, but when you're there, you know, then there was one woman who was definitely in distress and her tent was locked. I didn't know you could lock them, but you can lock them. Her boyfriend had the key. He was not at home, so to speak, or not in tent. Um, and then they had, you know, the prayer vigil and they're all in the circle. And I know, listen, if they, it was kind of funny to me that then, you know, uh, some of the individuals, some of the activists are huge atheists. So I don't know how they felt about a prayer vigil for the homeless, but... Nonetheless, it was getting cold. I had been there long enough. <clears throat> and then they just, I'm not going to interrupt if they're doing that. Now, this morning, I was tempted to go. But when I learned last night that they were filing action to um, get a restraint, a restraint or just so next Wednesday will be, look at the attention this is drawing. <laughs> Governor McKee, now anywhere he's going to go. I mean, this is self-induced. Self-inflicted that he has created this controversy because they mishandled it. Because they mishandled it. Well, folks, it's twelve fifteen, and there's actually a lot of news on this Friday. This portion of the program is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Now, last Sunday we got our tree. I went there, got our tree. It's beautiful. It's all fully decorated. I'll post a photo. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. That's where I went. Balsam, Fraser fir, cut trees three feet, eight feet tall. Potted live trees, custom handmade wreaths, 10 inch, 60 inches in size. They have Christmas swag and mistletoe. 
hanging baskets and nice decorations, roping, cut greens. They have custom-made birdhouses, custom sleighs. By the way, they also have firewood available, pickup or delivery, decorative pots, Christmas crafts, gift certificates are available. They're open seven days a week, straight through. They don't close until Christmas Eve at night. But stop in. They're open seven days a week. Look for them on Facebook. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Now, folks, I have a lot up on the website, dpetro.com, including, you'd like to see, we have episodes three, two, three, and four of Cranston PD Live. Uh, and it's terrific, especially, well, episode three was good with Javier, but episode four was very good uh, the other night. They're all on the website, dpetro.com. And don't forget dpetro.com, which is parts by the co sit in. Stop in, lunch, dinner, drinks. I think I'm going to pop in for a snack this weekend. Uh, 226 co Avenue in West Warwick. They're waiting for you at the co sit in. So the situation with uh, Governor McGreed. Now, as I said, you know, yesterday, I, I did support the fact that he was trying to put some clarity to this. But... <clears throat> Governor McKee, whatever happened, he he currently doesn't have a press person. That doesn't mean he has decent people there. But look, at, I'm looking at the Channel 10 website. Judge grants temporary restraining order for unhoused encampment. That's the top story. And then right below it, it's the citizen's property. NBC 10 speaks with local attorney representing the unhoused. My point is, the top two stories on the Channel 10 website are about that homeless encampment right at the state house steps. So is that good for Governor McKee? No, that's bad for that's bad for Governor McKee. That's bad. And now he's he the the advocates are rallying to them. And I'm gonna get something very important uh the judge announced. The judge announced something very important with this enc- uh, encampment. And you know, I go back to, folks, that interview of the ages where Ed Fitzpatrick of the Boston Globe, I may replay part of it next hour, when it was supposed to be a simple card game. And he just, it went off the rails, right? And Governor McKee felt he was, that's what I heard, was mocking him and mocking the mother and card game. And um, he's trying to explain how to play the game. And then Ed Fitzpatrick says, a lot of people would say maybe you would dealt a good hand and boom. It went off the rails, and that's what he's he's yelling at uh, Ed Fitzpatrick of the Boston Globe and tell McGowan to report it right. And then he takes a shot, boom, and he does not like Tim White, Ted Nisi. He blames them for the FBI probe. <laughs> he is taking shots, kept saying, have you ever been to that school? You know, he's going after Fitzpatrick. This is all supposed to And then he's, how about I, this, I thought this was supposed to be a, a a good piece. I'm very concerned with the way this is coming out. So, and Ed Fitzpatrick, to his credit, kept his cool and said, hey, listen, I'm just here to ask questions, right? The answers are the answers. Whatever you answer, that's your answer. But I'm, I'm just here to ask the questions. You can control the answers, but you can't control the, um, you can't control the questions. I'm just asking questions. Governor McKee did not like that. And, uh, and, and it was all supposed to just kind of be like a, a fun you know, card game, right? Because he he's got the mother in in the or did in the commercial. So, but this this is turning into just an absolute full fledged disaster right now. Wow! Look at that thirty five displaced after Winsocket Complex fire. Now, as I said, now those people are homeless. Those people, those are homeless individuals. An investigation underway, a fire, 35 people. Uh, I, I I was tied up. I was at the State House, but Rock Ridge Drive, heavy flames, second floor, an apartment complex. One person was injured, does not appear to be connected to the fire. Ten families live there, 15 adults, 20 children. American Red Cross is involved. Now, as I said, now to me, those people... Those people are homeless. Some interesting quotes have come out of the situation with 
the group at the state house. But you know what's kind of funny, folks, is and again, good afternoon, everybody. It's twelve twenty-one. It is on a. It's actually it's it's chilly out. I mean, the sun's out. It's nice out. Don't get me wrong, but temperature is definitely a little cooler than it normally would be. Although as I'm looking at it, it's forty six degrees. But the um the, the something uh important came out today and I just wanna mention it was something that I've talked about and I don't want to say hinted at, but I, I have said that it is it is my belief that this is a big part of what's driving this. And for someone that I covered last fall when they first went up to the state house, they shouldn't have allowed that. And then I I spoke to neighbors and people that were living at the the Nilo Hotel, uh, the homeless hotel, so to speak. So, but there's there's um, something. I don't want to say significant, but something to me that cuts through a lot of the the clutter of this whole thing is this whole business where they keep demanding that they want the hotel vouchers back. They let me just see this. This oh okay, they um, the um, ACLU they claim that. Oh, this is too much. They claim that Governor McKee has not responded to them yet. I'm also seeing former Speaker Nick Mattiello is going to have his official portrait unveiled at the State House on Tuesday. <clears throat> Let me just tweet along with the homeless people. I mean, these the the State House is they're just so tone deaf. Um, so right now the activists have been inside. And I'm seeing, see, now now it's a cause, right? I'm standing side by side, and they have coverage. They certainly have the media's attention. You know, the media, everyone was, was, as you can imagine, kind of wound up with the election. Well, the election's over. But they never should have let. Some people won't get that. But as someone that was there, and I've talked about it and told you about it, at 1223 is the Nilo was was a game changer because then if you had a chance or an option of staying in a boutique hotel or going to a shelter, the boutique hotel at the Nilo that that offered a lot of things. It offered privacy. They you know, all those rooms have their own bathrooms. Um, suddenly, <laughs> suddenly everything pales in comparison. So they're demanding they want hotel vouchers back. Now, I'm seeing some uh, current things. So bad. How are we stuck with this guy as governor? McGee had a whole year to get spaces provided. He actually just realized last week that winter weather is here. Um now, again, I, I thought yesterday he he was starting to push back a little bit. And uh, he was, in fact, trying to, you know, argue against what the numbers were. And I I didn't fault him on that. We just also see I'm seeing the Providence teachers. Governor McKee is incompetent in other areas of his job as well. Here we just thought he was incompetent with education. He doesn't believe numbers are accurate. <laughs> Two, I mean, it is just a mess. Um, let me just see. They they want the hotel vouchers. See, it all comes down to that. He took away the hotel vouchers, or the the FEMA hotel vouchers expired. They were doing that during COVID. So suddenly, suddenly now, the people are holding out for the good stuff. It's like Glen Gary get Glen Ross, right? Those leads, the Mitch and Murray leads, <clears throat> they're holding out for that. I don't want, see, the reason they're saying I don't want to go to a shelter is what they're not saying. 
Remember that, folks. And I was trying to explain that to someone. Whenever someone is, is, is saying, I don't want this, what, what's missing is they're not saying what they do want. And they either want free housing or they want, boom, the hotel voucher. One of the people that I interviewed this past summer on a completely different story, <clears throat> don't, I don't need to get in names, but this was someone who, oh, wow, you know, would grab a hotel voucher for one or two days. And it was like going on vacation. You know, can't wait to check in. There's the room. You know, get all excited about it. So the, the, whoever, and, and I believe, someone told me yesterday, do you know we, the state, paid the Nilo Hotel $250 a night for those homeless people to stay at the Nilo. The problem is now that's the expectation. The bar was raised. The shelter is no longer good enough. I know, we can all say that's ridiculous. And as I was saying last night, we did Facebook Live. I still, I don't hear anything about employment. I don't hear anything about jobs. I don't hear the McKee people breaking it out that many of these individuals, it's, they're not homeless. They want free housing. That's what they want is free housing. Now, someone could say, well, then we should give them free housing. Well, it doesn't work that way. What about people that pay a mortgage? What about people that pay rent? What is this? So is everyone suckers except for them? I, I, I disagree with that notion. In, it is true some states in California, they are building them homes. And then they, the Governor McKee, they did have initially the right idea with those pallets. They ran into a problem in Cranston. Maybe it was a location problem. I don't know where the pallets should have gone. I don't know everything that they know. I know whoever recommended the Cranston Street Armory, as soon as I heard that, I thought, now that's a bad idea. And that thing is already tumbling. There's a lot of fire code problems. There's other problems there. That, that was ridiculous. They announced they were going to have World Cup watch parties there. That was a joke. They finally had to cancel that. I don't see a lot of good decisions being made. I don't see a lot of good decisions being made. Folks, at 1228, hey, I want to remind you about Matthews Oil Company. Call Matthews Oil Company today. They will keep you warm this winter, 401-942-7500, I'm going to play some sound of Governor McKee in just a moment. But trusted oil delivery, you can depend on Matthews Oil Company for your home or business. Premier dealer Rhode Island, four generations, and 24-hour emergency service. Call Matthews Oil Company. And if you mention the program, you mention one, you start with a $50 credit. Listen, call them. Maybe you've been with another oil company. Try someone else. Let them compete for your business. You know, don't lock in that way. 401-942-7500. Matthews Oil Company. Trusted oil delivery. 401-942-7500. Online at Matthews Oil. Com. All right, I want to play uh, Governor McKee from this was yesterday when he initially thought they were on solid ground and solid footing. And now the even though our legal expert attorney Tim Dodd disagree. And by the way, Tim Dodd may end up being right, as a matter of fact. But for now. The judge has halted the McKee plans to try to get these people out of the state house. Do they belong at the state house? Of course, they don't belong at the state house. So, but this was Governor McKee yesterday. Let me play. Here we go. The state house over the eighty other people, eighty other encampments around the state, and the five hundred people who are homeless. Identify the eighty encampments so I can visit them. Mm-hmm. And we will, and we'll do the same. I know the advocates have that list. And they don't. No. And so uh, we can't get physical locations. The eighty numbers, I don't believe, is accurate. But if there are eighty, 80 numbers, uh, this misinformation is is, is, is clouding uh, the the effort to actually do what the work that we're trying to do. So if there's eighty encampments that you know, let us know. And we will visit them, and we'll have the same conversation we're having with the people. Right. Are you also disputing the 500 number that Caitlin from Mary came up with yesterday when she talked about the 500 people who are living on the street? I'm not disputing any numbers. All I can tell you is that there's not really clear data.
provider that can support the numbers. Yeah, because she said 80 plus encampments yesterday. Then call her, give us the list of where the 80 encampments are. Right. We will go there and do the same thing we're doing at the same time. Now, I don't, um, I said yesterday, you know, I agreed with him. I, I don't believe those numbers are accurate either. I don't think those those numbers are, are accurate either. But I, I think we're a little late in the game here because that's the number that has been tossed around. Um, I, I'm not going to, Governor McKee, he dug this hole. He and his crew and staff, they got themselves into this. And it, it seemingly now it's like a full fledged. It's it's what it is is it's it's a PR disaster. The homeless people, the homeless crowd, the the people that are sleeping in the state house. Now they're holding like the state house hostage. They are holding the state state house hostage. Now the state people, the people at the state house. Now they're getting upset at Governor McKee. You run the state house. Get these blanking people out of here. They're trying to move people out of shelters. And try, I don't want to go to a shelter now. now. The judge said, well, you can't put any new tents up, but he's not kicking the tents out. Well, now the state house, you know, they're trying to have state house parties. As far as Tuesday, supposed to be the Matty Yellow portrait unveiled. Is he going to be in an orange jumpsuit is the big question. And every time they're doing this, see, everything they're trying to do makes it look bad because you have these people outside sleeping. So they want to, and again, good afternoon, uh, everybody who's listening to the John DePietro show. They want to have a Christmas party, which they're entitled to, you know, whatever office. But now it's like, oh, good. Oh, must be nice. Oh, glad you're enjoying yourselves while you're having that eggnog and rum and uh, Nice treats and Christmas cookies. Oh, good. Yeah. Look out. There's people sleeping outside, you insensitive jerk. I mean, oh, good. Oh, isn't that nice? You're going to do a portrait unveiling of Mattiello. Oh, how much did that picture cost? Isn't that terrific? That could have gone to how? See, everything now. Even just being up there yesterday, you know, there's the. Reserve spot for the governor, and there's tents there. And then there's the reserve spot for the speaker, and then there's tents there. And they don't want to park there with their cars there. That's where the Senate president's supposed to be. The homeless people, I kind of like it, are, are they're ruining the whole, you know, trappings of the building, and, and especially this time of year, and blah, blah, blah. And, and now, uh, and they want to entertain. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, look, we're freezing outside while you're singing carols around the state Christmas tree. And, oh, isn't that nice? Oh, there's the governor pulling up in his nice car while we're freezing outside, you know, with breadcrumbs and going to the bath. I mean, they are destroying it. And I find it, it is becoming what Governor McKee has really screwed up on, folks, is this this is becoming like the David and Goliath. I mean, do, do I believe they belong there? No, of course not. Do I believe many of them, they, they have found a way to gain the system, as I've said. They know where you get free coffee, where you get this, where you get that. They all have EBT cards. They all have phones. They, it's, they, this is their life on the street. They don't work. Um, I, I know they can say no one chooses to be. Well, I, I, I disagree. It's not. It's not. And as I've said, it's not that they choose to be homeless. They want free housing, but they choose to refuse to be part of the workforce. However, even myself, I found myself kind of rooting for the homeless people that were there yesterday. Anything that kind of gives him a hard time, I'm actually on board with. Now, I'm going to play the um, latest. I mean, it's just it's comical. And I'll, I'll, I'm not going to name names, but behind the scenes, you know, this was the guy Right when he had that uh, card game with Ed Fitzpatrick of the Globe, the podcast, he he, it is it is still amazing. See, I I just wonder who's he talking to, right at twelve thirty five? Who who has Governor McKee's ear? Because during the campaign, it was definitely Pork Boy, uh, Fathead York, definitely things he would say on the radio. The governor would say in a debate. He was volunteering with the campaign or doing something campaign role. So is he the one? I'll tell you a danger with that. 
very quickly. But a danger with that is you you only can t- I have found you really only want to take advice from people who have skin in the game, skin in the game, right? Belichick is the one on the sideline for now. And Matt Patricia is there. So that's why you don't listen to the guy five rows up that's saying, run the play, blah, blah, blah. And the same thing, because if they're wrong, he just shrugs his shoulder. He's just whatever. He has no real skin in the game. So you need people, you know, so Pork Boy gives all this free advice. And, you know, he calls and the governor picks up. And you should say this and tell off Tim White and Nisi that. And you should tell... You know, he's saying all those things, but when it goes astray, when it goes off the rails, he's like, hey, listen, you know, I'm just I'm just a fathead that doesn't, you know, who's checked out and is trying to curry favor to get a job with the McKee people. But it's different if Governor McKee is sitting in a meeting with people and then they're saying, you know, if this thing goes sideways, it's it could cost you your job. You need people that have, as they say, skin in the game. So that is a question. I'm hearing people who's giving him advice. Now, there's no Tony Silva. Um, it's certainly I'm not saying Elena. She she he had consultants, trainer and other people during the campaign. But as far as governing, is it even Mancuso? Is it communication people? He has senior advisors. Governor McKee does. I don't wish them any ill will. But there, there's a big difference between you're sitting in the conference room. You also wonder about the atmosphere that is set up. Everyone's nodding along, right? Everyone says, that's a great idea. Yeah, let's do that. You know, screw them. And then, ah, the hell with them. There's a big difference between that and then the real world, right? And then what, what have we seen? It comes back to primary night. What was Governor McKee's reaction when he didn't want to take a very gracious phone call from Helena folks. Hang up on her. Well, you know, that's that was good insight. His first inclination is hang up. Get out of it. Well, he can't do that to the homeless. He's trying to hang up on the homeless, but they're not going anywhere. But now it's a real game of chicken because is it cold up there? Of course it is. Do those people really want to be sleeping up there? No, definitely not. But now. Now they have everyone involved with the cause. The homeless at the state house, if you will, at 1230, they're like the team on the field now. They can't set up any more tents, right? Can't set up any more tents. So whoever's up there, they're in the game. So now what else can be on the sidelines? They can bring warmers, they can bring food, and bring cat, whatever they need. But the game now is you can't leave. And they're being told, don't go to the shelter. Will pay you not to go to the shelter because now it's turned into a game, and I believe that it is like a game of chicken with Governor McKee, right? They they don't want to lose to him now. Now he's Potter and wonderful life. Governor McKee is suddenly, you know, he's Scrooge, and the fact this is all happening <laughs> as we're leading up to Christmas, it's just too comical. I was I I know people use LOL, but I I was literally laughing out loud about it last night, like once again. Uh, he has managed to, just like Mr. Magoo, oh, Magoo, you've got it again. I mean, once again, he has found a way to screw up a two-car funeral. How, how is it possible? You know, and then it, it's so, he he did seem like, you know, all right, that's the tack we're going to take. Are those numbers real? Really? Where are the 80 encampments? I mean, I actually, as I've said, I agree with them. I don't think there are any encampments. I don't think there are 500 homeless people on the street. But that's being clouded over with the heavy-handedness. So what should they have done? They should have just quietly found a way to get those people and lure them out of there. Because I, I don't think all the tents are real. I don't. But they shouldn't have gone. It shouldn't have gone this long. And they shouldn't have gone in the eviction thing. But he was angry. He was angry about the tree lighting. He didn't like that they crashed his tree lighting. And then the Channel 10 piece with Crandall about the hypodermic needles, the odor, people defecating and then throwing human feces around. That 
Now he's hearing from the speaker and the Senate president, like, what, what exactly is happening here? What are you, a nincompoop? Get those people out of here. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, it's brought by Propane Plus for all your propane needs. They'll keep you warm this winter, 401 885 Or in Massachusetts, 508 252 Propane Plus. Tim Johnson and his family, folks, three generations. They're available 24-7, much like Juan. And they're going to serve you for a long time. They offer online billing, scheduled service delivery at the click of a button. The most important thing is you can depend on Propane Plus. Go to their website, propane, P-R-O-Pain, P-A-N-E, plus.com. It's residential, commercial. Type in your zip code, and boom, you're off to the races. Propane Plus. If you're in Rhode Island and you use propane, whether you're a business or a homeowner or whoever, call Propane Plus today and switch over to them. And remember, with propane, a lot of advantages with propane, right? Lots of advantages with propane. And you're going to want to make the switch and work with my friends at Propane Plus. Remember, with propane, it's affordable. It is sustainable. It is equitable. It's good for the environment. Lowest carbon fuel. And now it's renewable. Call Propane Plus today. Give them a call, folks. Rhode Island, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, check out the website, DePietro.com. By the way, we have a big story coming up on the Charlotte Lester case. I don't know. Some point, I'll, I, we have the info. It's a blockbuster. Um, I think later today, I, I'm not sure. I'd like to say immediately after the show, I can't. I have to be somewhere right after the show. Um, in the next 20, yeah, I'll say that. The next 24 hours, we'll have it up. Check out petro.com which is brought to you by Burke's Martial Arts. Listen, it's not your imagination. Look at the other day. A guy was stabbed downtown, right? Guys go up, they want his money, stab. Burke's Martial Arts. Self-defense, fitness, martial arts. Many times... Hear me out. If you're approached by someone, you don't need to beat them up in a fight. All you really need to do is be able to defend yourself in order to get help. Burke's Martial Arts, Self-Defense Fitness Martial Arts, 880 Eddy Street in Providence. And there's a direct link at the website, which is dipetro.com. All right. I want to hear at 1244. The local news, we're continuing. Now, I'm not trying to pick on anybody, but someone had told me that, um, oh, the state house is on lockdown. No, the state house is not on lockdown. I mean, come on. We got to deal with accurate information. I mean, there are protesters up there, and it's a little chaotic, but no, the state house is not on lockdown. Lockdown is a school goes on lockdown. Lockdown means nobody in, nobody out, shelter in place. That's what a lockdown means. That's not what it is. So maybe someone went to leave an office and someone you may not want to go in there, all the protesters out in the hallway. But it's it's not on lockdown. All right. I want to hear, let's hear the way that Channel 12 is pre- uh, presenting the story. Judge temporarily halts removal of State House homeless camp. So they have two reporters working on the story now. Um, This is all self-inflicted wound by Governor McKee. Oh, was that? Wait, let me just hear this. House grounds is less than an hour away. All right. So the people were given. All right. Well, they didn't update it then. All right. Well, I already heard how they present it. God bless me. Excuse me, folks. Sorry about that. Gesundheit. All right. Let's hear. Let's see if Channel 10 updated their website. I think they did. I mean, their story on it. Excuse me. Um, Are we? Nope. Everybody's using the old story. Really? Didn't you do a new story at noon? No one wants to update it like that? Hmm. Well, there's no 9 a.m. deadline. I want to check. I don't think we are seeing anything from... 
Well, let me hear what the um, the attorney said. Richard, I've covered him in the past. He's saying it's the people's house. Now, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's right about that. But he, at the very least, he got a judge to stop that. I can't imagine Governor McKee is suddenly going to, he's not going to go against a judge. So, all right. So this was, um, he was on with Channel 10 last night. And um, he stepped in. They needed some attorney to step in. And he did that. In the last ditch effort to stop the sweeps. I have filed for a temporary injunction or a temporary restraining order. Local attorney Richard Corley going toe to toe with the state of Rhode Island. With the Friday morning deadline just hours away, he's hoping to give the dozens of tent dwellers a bit of time before they're forced to leave. Everything should be put on hold until a judge makes a decision concerning whether they can be forced to leave. The state now also facing pressure from the ACLU. In a letter sent to Governor McKee Thursday night, they're calling his 9 a.m. deadline, quote, completely inappropriate and without legal basis. And pending Friday's deadline, they too are considering legal action. They are exercising their patriotic duty to try to use their constitutional rights so that other people that are homeless might not have to go through the same situation. The state says they're doing everything they can and is promising a ride and a bed to anyone who wants it. We're optimistic that uh, that the um, the individuals that are there are going to take advantage of the shelter that is being provided. Not happening. Dozens more are protesting the government's demands, claiming there aren't enough beds at the shelter, and the state is making empty promises. They said they're working on it, but they went ahead with an eviction while they're working on it. It's really unacceptable. The state house is not their home of choice. We just don't have enough shelters. Now, we just heard from the governor's office a few moments ago, and they said as of 4 p.m. today, 12 people have opted into one of those shelters. A hearing is scheduled for tomorrow morning in relation to that temporary restraining order. Until then, I'm live in progress. All right. Now, again, very nice. Well done. Now, again, that was last night, but I come back to that the governor is not, all due respect to, to Governor McGreed, he's not at 1248, folks. Good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. See, but even the people saying we don't have enough shelters, they're not, they don't want to go into a shelter. They, they either want, as I've said, free housing or they want the hotel vouchers. They don't want to go to a shelter. It doesn't matter if there's room in the shelters. They don't want to go in the shelter. If you listen to some of the people, as ridiculous as some of it may sound, there was a woman who was saying she has a pet and she doesn't want to leave the pet. So people can dismiss it. We can say, listen, you're homeless. You shouldn't have a pet. But they're still not going anywhere. And she's not going into a shelter. She's not going to leave the people behind or leave the the pet behind, I should say. So I want to just read some of the latest here. Um, Let's see. Dan McGowan has a piece today. Oh, I didn't see this. Governor McKee's administration has told individuals they'll be evicted, but there's still plenty of uncertainty around the situation. First, Attorney Richard Corley is asking the judge to issue a temporary restraining order, and that happened. Meanwhile, the administration maintains many of the people who've been staying have already been moved into emergency shelters. Matt Sheaf said the administration's hopeful others will agree to move. It's unclear how many people have been sleeping outside the state house. That's true. The numbers can vary night to night depending on the weather. Some have been living there in tents for months. Members of the McKee administration handed out eviction notices. State leaders have struggled to address homelessness even if they have made millions available to add beds at shelters over the past 18 months. In November, McKee announced another $1.4 million to offer 77 beds. At the time, the administration said there were more than 1,000 operational beds at shelters across the state. However, many homeless people shun shelters, variety of reasons, safety, encampments, they have a community of friends. At shelters, you're a cot next to each other. Oh, worry about being attacked. Some of pets that are not allowed. 
drugs, alcohol, weapons, you're going to be out. Bigger picture, with temperatures expected to dip below freezing, the administration is facing a bigger challenge just the optics of the situation outside the State House. Dan McGowan with Boston Globe. McKee will hold inauguration at Rhode Island Convention Center rather than outside at the State House. <laughs> Do you see how, I mean, they, this is, he's, they're causing this. Judge blocks McKee order to evict homeless camping at State House. So they were supposed to be out at nine. Now they're not. Judge David Cruz. What's interesting about that is Cruz was appointed as a judge by Gina Raimondo, who's no fan of McKee. Corley, an attorney used to serve at the Wark City Council, filed that. Oh, Robert Oliveira, private citizen, advocated, told the Globe there are 47 plaintiffs. All of whom were sleeping outside the state house on Friday morning. Now he is not reliable. I don't even think he lives in Rhode Island anymore. But be that as it may, Corley argued they have a First Amendment right. Going to contact Josh Saul, the state housing secretary, who still refuses to speak with the media. The state is house is owned by the people. The, the state house is owned by the state. The people represent the citizens of Rhode Island. My clients are citizens of Rhode Island. <laughs> the interior, exterior grounds, the state house used every day for events outside of legislative practices. You know, you do have to get a permit, though. Well, I think you do. You know, I, I don't know. He claims that they're actually just peacefully protesting. Uh, the office released a statement said the state's priority has been helping those camping get into a warm shelter. But you see, again, they don't want the shelter. They want free housing or they'll take the luxury hotel. People camping outside the state house were told you have 48 hours, 9 o'clock Friday, or face fines or arrest. By Friday morning, the deadline, they remained. And protesters began inside singing, we shall overcome. Now, it's a it's a cause. Through a spokesman, Chris Rea, Saul issued a statement of the Globe. He's aware of the letter from the ACLU. Boy, this guy. He's going to be the first one fired. So they that they um, are saying that each person will be provided with a bed, and then but see the people say, well, you can't just skip everyone else in line. It's unclear how many people are in line. So every time they want to get them in there, they say, no, 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 I'm not taking the place of someone else. There's someone else in front of me in line. See how they kind of work that? So they're they're never next up. Every time they go to them and say, okay, we want to put you at a shelter, what's their response? Their response is, no, I'm not going to take the place of someone Right, like no, there's someone in line for that bed at the shelter. I'm not gonna. I don't want to take their spot. What an absolute! And I'm not. I am not sure how Governor McKee is going to get out of this because you you have a visual, which are the tents, very strong visual, and every time the television cameras are on a roll tape, there are the tents. So it's a, it's a strong visual backdrop, and now they're going. In and out of the state house, and they have supporters and protesters, and and now it's the Christmas cause. Governor McKee has a problem on his hands. He does. Hey, folks, I want to remind you right now at twelve fifty-five. Good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM thirteen eighty ninety-nine point nine FM. And I want to once again stress the ninety-nine point nine FM comes in very clear especially in the Providence region and north. But this portion of our show is brought to you by Ameriprise Financial. For over 125 years, they have provided advice for clients' unique goals, help millions retire in their terms, when they want, where they want. Ameriprise Financial Advisor, Tom Bryan, he'll put you first. Here's what I'm offering. Why not, regardless, well, maybe it's retirement, whatever financial questions, challenges you have, I'm telling you, why not take advantage of a free consultation? 
Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Tom Bryan today, 401-434-1510. Put him on it. He's a problem solver. Let him develop a plan. Sit down, whether it's you, you and your spouse, your children, your grandchildren, your uncle, your grandmother. Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial Advisors, 401-434-1510. Located 400 Massoyan Avenue in East Providence, right off the highway. Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial Advisors. Put the strength of a leader to work for you. Folks, good afternoon. Hey, give them a call. It's a free consultation. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Uh, it is it is my belief the McKee people, they have um, unwittingly, but the governor has dug himself a hole. And I, I don't. I don't know this housing person that he has. The governor, he he soundly beat Ashley Kalis. But as I have said, I he he beat her. He wanted to run up the score. He felt, Governor McKee felt that if he beat her soundly, then people are gonna respect me. Boom, boom, boom. And I'm I'm gonna have a mandate. So But what I still find puzzling, folks, is when he did that interview with Ed Fitzpatrick, that he was abrasive with Ed Fitzpatrick of the Boston Globe, who's been around, and then used that opportunity to take shots at Dan McGowan, tell him him to report it right, and then use that occasion to take shots at Ted Nisi and Tim White. At Channel 12. So what you have is a governor, which I, what I don't understand is he he must have known that he was in a commanding position. Meaning that the, there's no way she was going to catch him. And he still went off the rails, right? He still went off the rails with it. So what I don't get is he could have used that. He, he used that opportunity to like lay out the media. And and when we talk about who's talking to that person, hey, the next day, Park Boy was cheering him on, Park Boy leading up to it, good for him, screw them. He's always throwing people under the bus. So my point is when something like this happens, the the media, you know, I mean, I can't speak for everyone. I, I obviously wouldn't speak for everyone, but they're not gonna retreat on this. This is this is normally the lull after the election until the new year. What Governor McKee is also providing local press is a fluid, unpredictable story that's playing out right now. And no one knows how it's going to end or where it's going to end. And each day there's a different saga to it. Um, and it's, uh, you know, he's, that's why normally this can be a somewhat of a quiet time, but not now. Oh, all right, it's 12.59. Now, next hour, a lot more sound. How about the Senate is uh, really up for grabs now? We're going to talk about this. The latest now, the situation of the State House continues to be a very fluid story. We'll tell you about that. And then I'll, we'll weigh in on this whole, the whole thing with the American that was swapped out. I will be doing facebook live later folks we're gonna break for the one o'clock news be back on the other side right here on the john DePietro show wnri one socket